I've got my brother here. His name is Joe. Hi. It's great to have you here. Thanks for having me. At the studio. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you feeling about this conversation we're having today? I'm good. I'm excited about it. Excited? Yeah. Yeah? Is this your first time doing a podcast? Um, yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. I had some friends in Los Angeles that had a podcast, but they never invited me. <laughs> I don't know why. I kind of know why, but it's all right. What was their podcast about? It was about, it was like when Pod gave you rock and roll. It was about like, they, they went over, they, they picked a song and then they talked about the song and then they covered the song. Oh. And uh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. I think they just thought my name, getting too close to my name was not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> So, that's a conversation for another a day or not podcast. or not that's a different podcast <laughs> not, not this yours. one not this one we don't want to touch that yeah. one all right well we're talking about the barbie movie yeah you've seen it i have how many times at the theater once and i i want to see it again yeah um, in the basement of my girlfriend's and uh <laughs> we'll probably do that sometime maybe this weekend with the girls i don't know but um yeah it was great that's i awesome. thought it was a monumental movie Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I know I had lots of thoughts and feelings about it, but I'm, I want to know what was your, we can do your hot take or what was your reaction? Because I remember when you first saw it, I, you mm -hmm. were texting the sisters. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There's, by the way, me and then three sisters um, about just how like lit up you were like on fire afterwards. Sure. So what yeah. was happening in that moment with you? Um, I just thought that it was finally something that needed to be said and it was just done in such a way to where it was so palatable and so entertaining you know um mm -hmm. and humorous visually stimulating and um and heartfelt didn't leave anybody out and um yeah i just i think it, it was a sign that humanity's in the right direction <laughs> One of the very small chinks of, of light, of, of, uh, of hope, mm -hmm. but it was there, and I, I was really happy about that. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Did it make you, did it change anything about the way that you think? Did it change any, any? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it did, but, but I feel like I'm pretty well uh, evolved. <laughs> I, now, at least. <laughs> <laughs> These days? <laughs> These very current days. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. I, I I do. But, I mean, I can totally understand, you know, how it would offend uh, smaller men and uh, men that just mm -hmm. don't want to open up their minds to being vulnerable, maybe, about their position in life and mm -hmm. um, willing, willing to take an L every once in a while, you know? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, I could totally see. You know, you see the you saw the backlash. We all saw that, but um, right. When you say like for men to take the L, can you talk about that? Um, to understand what they've done throughout history, <laughs> basically at large, um, and what they continue to do. So, stepping back and. Reflecting, you know, on on how they could do better and how they haven't been the greatest thing mm -hmm. that Earth has ever seen. You mm -hmm. know? And, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. That's very big. A big um, L. <laughs> that's a big L. Yeah. Um, so, and you're a man. Yeah. Okay. So, like, you're talking about, like, men as a whole. Right. Does this make you, when you're saying that, are you thinking, like, other men? Or are you thinking, oh, do you play, what part do you play in that? Um, yeah, I mean, I am also a man who has faults and has faulted. So, yeah. It's, it's also about me too. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you said the movie has faced some backlash. So yeah. like, I know my social media is very curated to be more feminist and women sure. about moms because that's right. who I am. And it's also a lot of the stuff that I click on. So it's just that echo chamber, hence the name of the podcast, Beyond right. the Echo Chamber. Oh, okay. Um, I'm curious. In, in, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much. Lots of iterations. I don't, have I not told you the name? I didn't know. <laughs> That's truly par for the course here to use a sports reference that I don't even really understand yeah. um, for how it's been going today. Um, how, so in the backlash, like, were you hearing about the backlash in your own little echo chamber mm. or did you hear about it from no. other My echo people? chamber right now is like, like vintage Halloween pictures and <laughs> <laughs> pranks, but I um I don't have I love this. I don't I don't have a whole lot of like I don't follow you know Andrew Tate or anything like oh, that. That's a that's good. That's a step. That's and uh, I just uh, yeah I mean just throughout mainstream media you see like how. That Ben Sherman kid reacted and burning Barbies and having I didn't even bother to watch the video, but I'm just like, come on, you know, th- those kind of things. So right, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you hear you hear all the backlash. Um, I didn't look into it, but yeah, you know what's going on for sure. Well, it's making people uncomfortable because this is like the first movie that I can think of where a woman's experience is centered in the conversation, mm-hmm. and it's almost like satired with Ken like the whole like he's not he's not centered in this Barbie is the star and um it's that I think is what set a lot of people off is that like men especially are used to being centered in entertainment and in film and the Mm -hmm. woman is like there as a little bit of a sidekick versus does did that did you think of it that way or no is that an well, I mean, that was the point, I think, obviously. Um, I mean, there are, you know, plenty of movies where women are the center. And, like, you know, but unfortunately, they're mostly action movies, <laughs> superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, there's there's other ones, like, recently, like, Tar with Kate Blanchett and stuff like that. So there's one. <laughs> Just kidding. Great, there's one. No, there's... there's the that, that tide has been changing, thank I God. I agree. I shouldn't... Yeah, I have, no, by the way, I'm not, no, like, you're a right, movie... You're right. uh, but person, this, this but yes. just blatantly puts it like in in that frame to where it's like, yeah, this is we don't need Ken. Yeah, he's, like he's, well, we he's, but we do. He's at the end, we all out. needed. We needed, you know, we need each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, okay. So, was there a moment in the movie that was sticks out to you that was most memorable? Mm-hmm. I really liked when they were in uh, Weird Barbie's house and they they were introducing all the all the like like the just the sideshow type Barbies 
I thought that was fascinating. I definitely went and looked up all of those Barbies when I got home. I was like, I can't believe there was like a sugar daddy Ken and like a boob growing skiffer. I was like, holy, I kind of remember that one from commercials. And, yeah. And it didn't register at the time. I was like, oh, that's weird. But I don't know, maybe I didn't even think it was weird. But when I saw it in the movie, I was like, that's fucking weird. It's really weird. Super weird. Yeah. And uh, yeah. growing up skiffer, that's it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, um, that was definitely... Definitely, a, uh, just to see how far they could, just where they would push that, that product line. It was interesting mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and disturbing. And I uh, also loved, and uh, me and my girlfriend laugh about this, the whole, um, let, me, uh, let me play guitar at you for four hours. Oh, so because uh, sadly, my girlfriend, Stephanie, has been the direct victim of such a, uh, behavior. <laughs> Especially if I'm a little buzzed as I pick up the guitar. She's just like, oh no, there we go. Okay, How many Ken. new songs are you gonna show me? Yes. <laughs> Is it Rob Thomas? That it's you're that playing? over and over. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Makes total sense yeah. that you two would relate to that. Oh, yeah. That whole scene. Yeah, that is. It's so funny too. It's really That's funny. it's great. That it's shit, great. That shit cracked us up. The uh, there was something. I don't know that it was necessarily something I disagreed with, but it made me uncomfortable. And it's like just how feminine the movie is. Like the the wearing of pink. And as you know, I'm pretty much wear, like I wear right now. I'm wearing gray and like an olive green. But I'm usually in like black or yeah. it's very rare. I think I might have like one pink thing in right. my closet. Mm-hmm. And so seeing like when I think of, you know, feminism, I think it's, well, feminism is by definition equality of the sexes. And I think seeing so much pink felt uncomfortable for me because I think like the girlier you are, the more immature Mm -hmm. you are or the more um, you're just not going to be taken seriously. So I wonder how much of that potential either I've never been a pink person or somehow I have suppressed that part of me in order to be taken seriously, Yeah, which... I don't know. That's probably some processing I'm gonna yeah. have to do my own. But like all of the pink, I was like, right. And now I like like the the color of well, at least at this point of the podcast, like my podcast art is pink. Oh. I never would have chosen that. Oh wow! Did that happen subconsciously? Or, or... I was gravitating toward it because I was like, oh, I want a fun, bright color. And then I was like, who is this person? <laughs> I'm I'm a dark soul. <laughs> But I am a joyous person. Yeah. And enthusiastic, so like pink well, sort of goes with that. Pink vibe. somewhere down there. Yeah, there's pink inside <laughs> of me. Rebecca Ferreira in the movie, her character's name is Gloria, does this monologue. Um, and that's been discussed uh, quite a bit as re- in reaction to the movie. I want to go through parts of it and just talk about it and see what you think mm-hmm. um okay so the first part is it's literally impossible to be a woman you're so beautiful and so smart and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough like we have to always be extraordinary but somehow we're always doing it wrong you have to be thin but not too thin and you can never say you want to be thin you have to say you want to be healthy but you also you have to be thin you have to have money but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, 
but also always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane, but if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. Hmm. Yeah, we can go by those one by one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's start with the thin one. I definitely agree with don't talk about your kids too much. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, noted. No, that I will not talk about my children. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Unless they're cute like your kids. Oh, that's so sweet. Thanks. Yeah. You have to be thin, but not too thin. Mm. Yeah. Um, and you can never say that you want to be thin. Right. Um, you have to say you want to be healthy. Sure. Which is newer, actually. Yeah. I would say when I was growing up, it was more, um, no, actually, like, get lean, get right. be thin. Like, I was reading Cosmopolitan uh-huh. and, like, Truly, everything was directed at. Yeah. Try to look like... Ten new ways to stay thin. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, lose the weight. Lose right. the 10 pounds. How uh-huh. do you get um, in shape for spring break? And I'm, I know that messaging is still out there, but now it's more around you have to be healthy. Yeah. Um, but also, like she says, you have to be thin. Right. So do you feel... Because I've heard, you know, like the male version of the... There is kind of a male version of... Um, expectations on how your body should look for sure so like i know how i react to that as a woman how do you react to that as a man um yeah as far as like what we see online every day and the pressures of like seeing guys that are all cut up on instagram and like you, you should do this calisthenics is all you need you don't need a gym you just need to yes <laughs> dedicate every second of your life to fitness <laughs> and uh that's hard you know as i'm I was like yeah i can't i can't those are tough standards. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, I can't imagine that's probably how it's always been for women. Yeah. Most mostly. You know what Just I mean? Like I'm not I'm not the kind of guy I definitely want to look my best throughout my life. And I'm not I'm not the one I'm not the kind of guy who's just like, I'm just gonna let myself go and you know, I I had months where I've done that and uh, regretted it because I had to work back, you know, to get back what I had harder. Um, but yeah, there's unrealistic, unrealistic expectations, um, for both men and women, you know, in the media mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. and it's hard to maintain and, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's pushed in your face every day. Yeah. Yeah. One area, cause I can totally understand how this, um, expectations of your physical appearance affects men as well. And... Like, there's this whole dad bod thing. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, I've never heard of anybody being, like, mom bod. Yeah. You know? Like, ooh, look at that mom bod. <laughs> like, she's got a nice little muffin top on yeah. her. Right. Look at you. But, like, dad bod is, like, a positive. Yeah, positive. Sexy thing. Uh-huh. Like, people, right. oh, yeah, he's positive got a dad bod. It's like, oh, and did you actually grow a child in uh-huh. your body? Right. No? Like, what? What? Uh-huh. What? Right. That's the shit that he's got this a dad bod because he's lazy. He got lazy. Right. He just drank too much. Um, yeah. What's the beer on The Simpsons? Duff. 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 Duff <laughs> beer. I can just picture the bottle. That's yeah. Right. You have to answer for men's behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. Mm-hmm. So like the Me Too movement is a good example. Oh wow. Of this. Well, that's some extreme behavior. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's it's a more main it's extreme behavior and a more mainstream example just because that's what immediately came to my mind. Yeah, but yeah. what do you think? Do you see that? Do you see women having 
Yeah. Well, like having to sort of I've, strike that balance, but it's impossible. Right. Like for the thing that hit me first wasn't me too. It was like leaving dishes in the sink, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Like, like, you know, that's something that my girlfriend doesn't, she's, she's got a thing about that. And I work hard to, you know, make sure I put them in the dishwasher when I'm done. I do. And I, I've got, I've actually learned that trait. Um, <laughs> Since I've been, you know, staying with her a lot, and because uh, usually I just keep all my dishes in the sink till the end of the day, just let them soak, you know, because it's, you know, I, I don't know, just don't finish them, I don't take it to the next level, mm. and uh, so, you know, I never took it as complaining. It's just that's the way she likes things. That's the way. That's her house, so I respect that, and um, I have no problem with uh, doing that when I'm under her roof. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, obviously, there's the Me Too movement too. <laughs> But I agree. I I went straight to like a big example, but you did something that's like in every cohabitating partnership is the dishes. Like there's so many um, small things that could that that's very symbolic. That could yeah, that could end up being part of that scenario or that you know that uh, that idea that that concept of women. calling out behavior but then it's complaining because it's not you know like leaving dishes in the sink all day is probably not good behavior mm-hmm. and I should probably change that I'll do it in my apartment because I'm it's alone your, yeah <laughs> your space I was gonna ask you like right. did well, how did that look before but I think you answered it like you let them sit in the I usually do yeah in the sink but, all day her, I mean I'll, I'll clean them I'll, I'll do what I can yeah it's nice that's uh-huh. really nice of you yeah um yeah, I mean, it's it's the, the nagging that happens. I think, like, when I hear complaining, I think of when people are like, oh, she's such a nag because she's, like, asking him to do this and asking mm-hmm. the kids to do that. And it's yeah. like, well, if you just did it, yeah. we right. wouldn't have to ask yeah, you true, to true. do it. Right. But, like, I've never heard of men being accused of nagging anyone. Because I don't, yeah, I mean, are they the ones that, like say for instance, like the kids' room is a mess, and the mom keeps continuing to ask the kid to clean it up, and you know, just like mom, you're such a nag. Like, does the dad ever, you know, bring that up? Be like, hey, clean up your room. I mean, so I guess it's just like who's taking on that role mm-hmm. of maintaining the the order of the house. Typically, the woman. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So, and it's so they become the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so next part, you're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood, but always stand out and always be grateful. Hmm. I'm going to stop there. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, I think, um, I don't necessarily agree with uh not trying to look your best uh for the sake of others i said try to look your best for the sake of yourself no matter what Mm -hmm. you know if if the other person or women or whatever can't uh handle it then that's something they have to deal with you know as far as their securities or insecurities yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so yeah the pretty thing um i mean this is so funny because I didn't plan this. I'm wearing like a turtleneck right now. Mm-hmm. And like that used to be my look was turtlenecks because yeah. I felt like I needed to have my whole body covered up because <laughs> lest I show an arm and that arm either like is not 
sculpted, which I don't think I'll ever have arms like that, or I'm just showing too much skin, then I'm, it's not even that I'm, I worry about being perceived as pretty, but like being perceived as slutty. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is a whole other, yeah. like, thing of, right. that I have to process. Yeah. But like, the being, <laughs> I don't know. There's, I think this one's hard because, like, the beauty industry. And, like, I, I'm trying, this is goes back to me being uncomfortable with all of the pink and the bright colors in the movie that I put that, I think, in the same category as makeup and beauty. Mm-hmm. And, like, I see those... And I know this isn't true. This is the thing that I tell myself, the story I tell myself in my head is that those things are anti-feminist because they are, it's, it's, well, actually not the pink. I don't know. But like the more we're required to wear makeup and like have our nails done and our hair always looking pretty and put together and polished feels very patriarchal to me. Yeah, for sure. Because men don't have to wear makeup. Like why do I have to spend any time in the morning putting makeup on my face? So lately, and I never did this, like I wear less makeup like than I, like I wouldn't even leave the house without having something on my face. And now I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Yeah, good. Like, I, but I had to get comfortable with myself. Sure. And like, look at myself in the mirror and be like, I'm You grew up with that, that's what you do before you go out. Yes. Painting up your face. Yeah. It's so part of the culture. And I, I know that like people love makeup and I'm not, I'm not at all saying that that's a bad thing. I think like, I just don't want to feel, I don't love makeup Mm -hmm. and I don't want to feel I feel pressured to have to put it on Understood, in yeah. order to look put together right. and because if I don't look put together I don't feel like I'll be taken seriously mm. and that's the line of like yeah, be pretty but not too pretty yeah, like I can't be like this gorgeous knockout which is normally how I am yeah right right <laughs> <laughs> I and I also can't be this like you know person who looks like she doesn't take care of herself yeah, or like, isn't trying. Yeah, yeah, somebody who's just like... So it feels unwinnable. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, let's see. Um, find a way to acknowledge... What else is in here? Find a way to acknowledge that. I'm yeah, but on that, but on that, oh, on that, please. on that point, like, I can't, I can't imagine. Like, that would... I would, it would be... It's hard for me to leave the house as it is. Because <laughs> you're a hermit? Just because it's... Because the dishes. It's right, the dishes. <laughs> No, I, I just, it's just a hard, I, I have, sometimes I have trouble just like getting myself together and then like walking out of the door. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, I can't imagine being like, oh, I got to fucking paint my face too. Totally. <laughs> that would suck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It yeah. is not time I ever want to spend. I would right. rather be like, yeah. I don't. Sometimes I, I stay in the house for like two days straight so I don't have to shave. I don't have to, like, I don't have to look anybody until oh. I leave and then fuck, I look like shit. That's so. I could see how that's, an, like analogous it's to the kinda, makeup. Yeah, yeah. It's not. As, I don't shave my face. Right, but it's it's not as. Maybe I need to. <laughs> Add it to your regimen. <laughs> um, no, I think um, there's definitely that. I mean, if I just stopped shaving, I would look like um, I've been in the woods. You know what I mean? I'd look like a mess, and they got to keep everything clean and mm-hmm. and, uh, and sharp. 
I mean, there's an element of it, but I mean, it's just that's just being I don't know presentable maybe. But then I don't know. I think I think the whole women have I know the the culture of makeup is a whole other level. Mm. You know what I mean? That that's not you know just uh, you know shading off the hermit face. You know what I mean? That's like putting on like a a, a mask. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I I feel for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Good stuff. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. I guess we could go through the rest of this. Let me see though. Yeah, you have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory. And nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. Um, yeah. I feel that way too sometimes. Oh, I was like, really? Okay, that, that was like going to be my question: Is do you ever feel that way? Um, I mean, there was there was a lot in there. I'd have to look at that and really be like, I mean, there's there's parts of that that I I felt. I think maybe every human being has felt. You know what I mean? At times, with with, I feel like that's 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 very circumstantial. All the stuff in that what you just read, mm-hmm. it can, it can be circumstantial. Uh, that'd be tough if that's how you feel all the time, um, and uh, you know. I wouldn't want anybody to feel that way all the time because that's not true. But yeah, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of human just elements in that. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I related to all of that. It's not because uh, I feel like I've been going on this like learning. I don't want to say journey because it's such an overused word, but right. learning journey uh-huh. of like accepting myself for who I am and not trying to be like other people and that's really hard because I'm I think I am a people pleaser and people pleasers want people to like them mm-hmm. and so that's that's been a, an unlearning thing for me that I've had to go through so listening to this I'm like it's not news to me but it very much like, I wasn't shook by it. I was like, oh, this is good, and this will probably wake... I'm not trying to sound like I'm self-actualized, because I'm very much not. The idea that, like, um, how does she say it? I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. Yeah. I, that it has been a struggle of mine my entire life, and I didn't have awareness of mm-hmm. how much I needed to be liked by other people or accepted by other people and how mm-hmm. much of that translated to my self-worth. Like, I needed external validation yeah. Yeah. from people. Huh, okay. And now, and I mean, this has been more of a recent awakening, being aware of that was the first step of like, oh my God, I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. I don't want to be a people pleaser. Right. Like, I don't. And so... Now I'm like trying to more unapologetically be myself, but then being myself sometimes means that I don't fit in sure. in certain places or I'm not taken seriously yeah. in certain places. Yeah. Um, so I relate to like that part, like yeah. the whole monologue, but like especially that piece of people feeling like, or that women feeling like we need to do all of these things in order for people to like us. And I think what she's saying is that it's unwinnable. Right. There, we're never going. I mean, I'd love to see the day where like women are actually liked and appreciated by society, but at this point, 
we're damned if we do, we're damned if we don't. Mm. Like, yeah. you choose your career, what kind of person are you that doesn't want to stay home with your kids? You choose to stay oh, home with yeah. your kids and you're looked at down at upon because, like, yeah. what, are you just, like, wasting your life away caring for your children? Like, don't you want more to your identity? It's just, it's unwinnable, no matter what, which path you you yeah. choose and you're also breaking the norms of the past and that is mm-hmm. hard mm-hmm. especially when it's people very close to you and they're bearing down hard and they make little nudges and, and, and you know um, jabs at you about it all the time it's like um, mm-hmm. you know we're you know basically you're recreating culture mm-hmm. and uh, for the better I believe and um, that's where we're at. Thanks for being on here. Yeah. This is really great. No, Sorry thanks. about the technical. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Great. I, so, um, same time next week? <laughs> yes. This will be, uh, we'll just do it again. It good therapy. Can we talk about my problems? <laughs> yes, of course. Coming next. All right, cool.